There is not a one-size-fits-all solution to leadership. Discover your inspiration to lead by hearing from those who are in the trenches each day, leading themselves and leading others. We will learn about their unique leadership style and identify the shared qualities between those who do it tremendously well. Welcome to the Lead with Empower podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lead with Empower podcast. Ron and I, during our last episode, talked about a little upcoming project we had uh, with some wonderful student athletes from WestCon, Western Connecticut State University, um, because I think our, la- our last episode was like a day after or a couple days after our start of season team building program out in Danbury, Connecticut. And we're super excited for our first installment of the Lead with Empower podcast follows tracking Western Connecticut State University softball. We're joined by two of their student athletes. We have Sid and Benny joining us from sunny, well, maybe not so much sunny Florida today, but it has been sunny Florida. They are down there on their spring break playing multiple games a day and crushing it. Sid, Benny, how are you? Thanks for joining the Lead with Empower podcast with Ron and I. How are we doing today? Good. How are you? Uh, we're doing great. We're not as warm as you down there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to get right into it. Uh, you're, you've been playing at a clip of two games a day since just about for a week now, or almost a, exactly a week now. Give our listeners a little bit of insight to the softball side of things. How are going? How, how are things going down there? What's the, the, the record looking like? How's the team shaping up so far? Now we're eight and four. Yep. Um, we... Sp- split well we had what were we the first day? I don't know what we were exactly but I know that we had two days where we sweeped we had a lot of momentum we had we kind of fell short the other day it was kind of a tough loss but you know we were able to come back today and I don't know we're having a lot of fun it's definitely a lot of you know new things we're sorting out and I think we're having a good time doing good great a lot of ups and downs more ups and downs which is always a good thing Mm -hmm. we're learning on the downs and we're you're seeing the improvement on the ups which is always like important to see and stuff nice that's awesome to hear and um before we get too deep into it just um give our listeners a little background tell them uh you know um what year you are where you're from what you're studying and and uh what position you play for the softball club um i'm sydney i'm a junior i'm from baldwinville massachusetts um i a utility player and I'm studying elementary education. Right on. Awesome. Um, I'm Benny. I'm a freshman. I play second. I'm from Norwalk, Connecticut. And I'm a health promotion and exercise science major. Good stuff. And I guess more importantly than the softball stuff, how are, how are the how's the academics? How, how are the grades shaping up uh, so far this year? Good. 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 Classes Ron, are good. <laughs> you buy, Ron, you buying that? Was that with enough confidence or what? You what buying that? <laughs> You, you know what they said they said it so i have no choice but to all right there we go team GPA is over three our team gpa they, was over three over three point oh for team gpa rock solid yeah. rock solid awesome mm-hmm. um by the end of the year let's get it up to a 3.2 uh anyway um you both touched on this a little bit in, in playing two games a day you're having eight and four is good great record you're double you know, double the amount of wins and losses. 
but you have had from you know we're, we've been following you along up here. There's been some days where clean sweep, Westcon two and zero. Next day, show up to the diamond, and it's the other way around, zero and two. Talk a little bit of and Sid, this might be more for you because you are a junior, a little bit more experience being part of a college program. Uh, but Benny, feel free to chime in. Talk a little bit about managing kind of those highs and lows and and, and not necessarily you know, making sure you're not getting overly confident in those moments of high um, and then, you know, overly down on yourself in, in those moments when, man, we could have got one today and we didn't. Talk talk a little bit about maintaining that level of of balance over the course of a pretty rigorous schedule down there. Yeah. So, I mean, we've definitely fallen into the traps where we've done, you know, a little more on the the up a little bit extra on the low and like you kind of see it every once in a while, but it's really important on like, we're working really hard as like a team trying to make sure we're communicating with each other. We're picking each other up when we're down. We're making sure that we're not getting too comfortable with leads. Like we're constantly trying to make sure that like we're pushing ourselves to be the best versions we can be. So we see the best versions for the, the team that we can be. Yep. And that's been big that we've been focused on a lot this year is like, making sure you're helping other people be the best versions of them because it ultimately helps you. Yeah. So we've been big on like the we versus the me this year, which we've been seeing a lot pay off for us as like it shows on and off the field. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And then Benny, for you being, it's your first go at it at the college level. Um, how, how big of a jump is it? Like how, how, how much more difficult is it from your high school experience as a softball player now playing, playing college ball? Um, I think it's it, to me, it's a lot more like travelable. I think like the competitiveness is a lot higher and it's, I just think it's such a great atmosphere with everybody who's just like, who, everybody who grew up wanting to do this seriously, it's now narrowed down to all the serious players. And I think that makes it a lot more of a fun game for all of us. Um, I think we're just really big on like not too comfortable on either side. Like if yeah. we're winning, we can't, we can't be comfortable. We can't like, and I think that that's a hard thing to to do is to know that we got to keep pushing. You can't stay on that win. And then the same thing for a loss is, you know, you can't just, I mean, yesterday we kind of fell into that trap again, like Sid was saying, like we lost and then we got stuck and we lost again and we could have, we could have picked ourselves up, but guess what we did when we got back to the hotel, we had a leadership meeting. Yeah. So <laughs> we kind of, we fixed it. And then we came back one twice today. So There you go. There you go. The key is now how, how can we narrow down? Right, Cause you're not, you're not going to get rid of losses, right? You, you know, when you play that many games over the course of the year, but how do you minimize the learning curve? I guess, is it going to be a big challenge going forward? Um, yeah. I got, I, I received a text from coach stone today. It was in between your two games. Um, she, she brought up the verbal leadership, uh, conversation that you had last night without without getting you know the the locker room laundry out there to for public consumption what was the what was the key takeaway for for the team from from that conversation with regards to verbal leadership last night I think so it was actually the juniors and then our one senior Haley we presented the chapter so from our point of view the biggest thing we wanted them to take away was kind of how like everyone can be a verbal leader like it doesn't matter if you're a captain what grade you are like everyone can be a verbal leader and we wanted them to know that like if you yourself are a verbal leader it's going to rub off on everyone else and it's going to make it easier for other people to be a verbal leader and like we need the people that are passing along those like useful informations and like 
picking each other up and like if someone makes a mistake make sure someone's there to pick them up and make sure they got the next one and stuff so we kind of made sure like it was important that everyone knew that like they could be a verbal leader and like not to be afraid to just speak up type of thing that's great and that you touched on a little bit like everybody's that have if you're out in the field in a position or last person on the bench you could have a role that's critical to the success or uh, uh, and, and avoiding the failures of, of playing competitive sport. Um, obviously, we worked together a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago. Now, I'm going to turn it over to Ron to to he's going to get some input as far as you know some of those things that aren't necessarily softball related, but can become very softball related. So, Ron, the floor is yours. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, Sydney and Vinny, so can you tell me about your group dynamics? Like when Empower came to see you originally, tell me about your group dynamics. How how were how's your group functioning? one another was it conflict was it uh lack of communication what did you see um uh, when we had that activity that you would like to spawn on um I think a lot of it was um I think focus is a big one for us we've got a lot of like it's kind of hard for us to stay focused for long periods of time we all kind of like as a group collectively we kind of all fade out and we lose our interest in things and like you can kind of see like once we go like once we have to focus for long periods of time it kind of like dwindles out here and there okay so that's definitely been a big one i think uh did you i'm sorry go ahead go ahead Danny. um i think that i think there, there might have been a little bit of like timidness before i don't even know if that's a word but like i i think we were all very very nervous to like maybe not confront each other but hold each other accountable because of like i don't know, there's class differences there's like experience differences and it's just like I think we were I mean there should have been no reason to be because we're a very close team and everything is fine there but there's always going to be those barriers and I feel like we needed to knock those down in order to be able to hold everybody to the same standard and I think we do now afterwards looking at your group originally I mean just walking in the door you could tell that your group had a lot of chemistry a lot of chemistry has that translated has that gotten better or worse going down to Florida I mean, with, I mean, again, you're in the heat of the moment. Now we're playing softball. Is, has the group dynamic changed in any way? Um, I think it's gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like I was on the team in Florida last year too, and I think it's very different the last two years. And I think this year's better, and I think that's why we're seeing those better results. Mm-hmm. I think we're much better at like communicating, and when things go wrong, we're better at like going to the source rather than going through other people which I think is something that's been really, really helpful for us this year. Okay. And something else I want to, uh, I got a multiple, I mean, in regards to your team's competitive spirit, you guys are super competitive, super competitive, always wanting to win. Has that, <laughs> has that contributed to some of the conflict or is that, you know, am I way off with that? I don't know if it's conflict. I think it's nice to have a common goal of everybody striving to win. So I think that kind of puts us together when we're focused, like Sid was saying. When we're focused and we know what we all want, I think we go at it very hard. And we kind of use that competitiveness together, like, to unify us. Absolutely. I think it's not conflict, yeah. So yesterday you talked about, um, you know, not meeting the mark in regards to wins. Um, can you identify some of those things that, your team talked about that you want to get better on and what you wanted to really work on and home in on uh, to do better today what you've done um one of the big things was like I mean it was kind of like the big things we talked about was effort like being able to go out there and like give your all on a play because like it could be like the make or break the game 
So one of the things was like, it was keeping that focus, making sure you're in the game and make sure you're making the plays that count type of thing. Um, I think just not being a selfish player, if something happens and you dwell on it and um, we were all talking about how if something happens, you're still holding on to it for a long time. You're starting to be selfish. Like you're, you're making that about you and you need to be about the team. If you're out there, I mean, even if you're not out there, you need to be focused on the team and not dwelling on what happened in the past. And it's really important to flip the page. And I think today we were able to keep each other accountable. Like if something did slip up, we were able to say, you know, what, it's fine. We've been through this yesterday. We know how it happened when we dwelled on it. So let's just get past it. Okay, and I think the last question I would like to ask, um, I noticed that you're talking about, I mean, both of you are talking about we, we, we. <clears throat> Not saying that it was ever a problem, but it's we, we, we. And that's something that I, I told Dan before when we left the program that, you know, when it comes to Western Connecticut, they're always talking about we. Tell me how you embrace that mentality. How, I mean, how did you embrace it? How did you guys come up with that, that, that mindset of that, you know, we're going to come together, we're going to make it one group effort vice individual effort? Well, I mean... It's part of, I think, like the team culture, like that's always been something that Coach Stone's tried to like, drill into all of us. But I think this year is kind of one of the first years that it's come like just really naturally, like everything just kind of seemed to fall into pieces and stuff when we were like practicing, like everyone just kind of clicked and it all just kind of meshed together. And it was just easy to kind of like you wanted to do well for you, but you want to do even better for the person that's next to you type of thing. Um. Yeah, I think. I mean, just what Sid said, I think it's really important that we all take care of ourselves and that just leads everybody else to take care of themselves. And I think it it just kind of creates everybody has a role. Um, and I think that being taught to all of us is it just makes everything fall into place when everybody feels like we're all making one part, like we're all making one whole team with one less person not filling that role. We're not we're not a we anymore, I feel like. Yeah. And I heard Coach talk about it um, real briefly, uh, talked about role, um, role clarity. Uh, I think that's that's one of that, that we're hitting on right now. But, Dan, I think you got some more questions. Yeah, just um, we're, we're on the home stretch of our of our episode together, our first of, of a series of conversations with Westcon Softball. We'll be talking to more student athletes. We'll be talking to the coaches as we, as they navigate their way through this through the upcoming season. Off to a great start so far. You have a handful of days left down south before you head back up to warm and sunny tropical Connecticut. I'm trying to speak it into existence here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what you know from um from a softball standpoint, what what do you two hope the team accomplishes before you get back on the plane and head back up north? Um, I think, I think keeping a heavy win split, I think we want to keep the losses to a minimum. Um, I think we just want to play strong, play together cohesively and just keep having good days and improving on the, the downs, I think. Um, I think one thing I would like to see is keeping our timely hitting. I think that's, that's come like, that's been huge for us this year is, getting those hits when we really need them and it's it's been paying off so i think that would be something really good to keep yep. especially when we go into like our conference games yep keep that element of clutch going strong um and then with regards you touched on a lot of great things with regards to just overall team dynamic and how you're communicating with each other and how you're really buying into this concept of we 
again, handful of days left down there. What do you feel like as a group uh, 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 of athletes? Do you what's what's a roadblock that you need to avoid? Right, because wins and losses, you know, talent plays into that. But then there's things you can do with how you you know push yourself through challenge and how you push each other to be great that can maximize how um how many wins your talent can lead to um what's a, a roadblock that you all need to avoid with regards to how you function um to make sure you come back up to Connecticut with that same mentality of we we're looking out for each other we're doing our best because it's going to help the people around us what's a roadblock you need to avoid moving forward um I think one would probably be like maybe like becoming too like too comfortable yeah because I think we've like if you be, think that you like you just deserve anything or everything, then that becomes really easy to just have like that tunnel vision. And then you kind of lose sight of the whole team. Cause like, we've got a lot, like, even like, like our bench is loud. They get in the game, they get things done. So like, nobody's like 100% guaranteed. Like everyone on our team can handle something that's given to them. So I think the biggest thing is just like not staying too comfortable and always making sure you're like giving your all and looking out for those around you. <laughs> Freaking earn it. And it's not going to be given to you. Freaking earn it. I love it. Hey, last thing. And thank you, Ron, for the nudge. At the end of our program, you all voted on a program MVP. And there was a very bright green softball. And that MVP was able to put their name on that softball. Has the MVP softball been brought down to Florida? And has been has it been passed around? Yes, it has. Every game day. Yes. Tell and, and, and we're, <laughs> tell our listeners like when you all as a team look to hey we're gonna we're voting again. What are you looking for? Like what what is what is the what is the um right, what are the characteristics that you're looking for? You know, is it hey who had the best game or like what? How do you how do you all decide on who's gonna get their name add their name to the ball each game day? That's so awesome. I'm so psyched. It's rolling. It is definitely an attitude thing. It is not it is not a stat thing. It is not a playing thing. It is purely like who was the sunshine in the dugout, who was able to pick people up, keep the momentum going forward, flip the page, hold people accountable. Um, definitely an attitude character. Yep. Love thing. It. Love and it. there's been no repeats. So far nobody's repeated. So our wow. whole team late. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm very interested to see who's going to be that first repeat winner. Go compete, wow. go get it, right? She's getting nominations. Uh oh, all right, all right, Sid. Let's say let's bring one, bring another one home. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and for athletes, for those of you that want to mentally check out, maybe because you're not getting the run that you think you should get, hey, that stuff matters, right? We have college athletes right here playing at you know, damn near close to the highest level of their sport. And they're shouting out the people that are doing the things that are behind the scenes that don't show up in the stat book. And um, so that's for the athletes and for any coaches that are listening again, if you blow off that stuff, it becomes, it, 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 it's removed from the culture. Right. And so, you know, is there's no cash prize along with uh, that comes along with winning, you know, the, the MVP softball, getting your name on it. But when you start to really highlight and shout out and make it, you know, almost this reward to earn, um, those characteristics will start to rise. So, and, and coaches, leaders, you set the standard for how your athletes treat those, 
you know, those skills that have nothing to do with the sport from a physical standpoint. So, so happy to hear that you, you all are, are, are continuing that momentum and that you're, uh, you know, you're buying into coach stone, uh, you know, uh, thoughts about trusting the process that it's only going to get better for you moving forward. We wish you the absolute best of luck the rest of the way down in Florida. Can't wait to catch a couple games up here in Connecticut and, Ladies, very safe travels to you. We'll see you all soon. Thanks for joining the Lead with Empower podcast with Ron and I. Thank you. You're very welcome. We'll talk to you soon. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Great leadership may look and sound different. However, there are common threads that connect all tremendous leaders. They are passionate about those that they lead. They do that which brings out their best and the best in those around them and they never take the easy way out because the exceptional will never come from easy.